0: Hey, God bless you as Apostle Anthony Wilson with Love Thy Neighbor. Uh, We took last week off uh, for technical things and to take care of some issues. But we are back and we are back with a powerful, powerful word from the Lord. And I cannot wait to dive into our subject today. I want to talk to you about true biblical success. God wants us to be successful. But what does that really mean? Well, we're going to dive into that subject today in depth on Love Thy Neighbor. God bless you. We'll be back in a minute. God bless you and welcome back to Love Thy Neighbor. Today, I want to talk to you about success. One of the things that I don't think most believers, most Christians, most followers of Christ, people who read the Bible, I don't think we see how God really wants us to succeed. And I don't think we understand how bad God wants us to succeed. I think because we read the scriptures uh, a lot of times from a uh, perspective that it is not pertaining to our life, but it's giving us wisdom for our life, that we don't really grab a hold to the powerful um, process by which God wants to bring about his purpose through the lives of Of every single one of us. In understanding that God wants us to be successful. We have to redefine success. Based upon God's terminology. Not ours. So often. uh, We don't see. uh, What success looks like from God's perspective. Because all we have to go off of. Is success from our perspective, from this world's perspective. And so success in this world is achievements. It's materialism. Um, it's comfort. It's, it's finding yourself, you know, sitting on a beach, uh, sipping, um, um, my ties and umbrella drinks, and it's, uh, having, uh, more money. It's, um, buying a bigger house. It's, Um, driving a better car, it's living in a better neighborhood. These are all the things that we feel like are are marks of success. And that if I have these things, then people will want to know Jesus because my life looks good. But what happens is people don't end up wanting to know Jesus. People just end up wanting to use Jesus to get those things that you have. Instead of them actually seeing what a successful uh, disciple in Christ looks like. And so today I'm going to give you Bible on what it looks like to truly and honestly succeed. And I'm going to redefine some things for you. That are for some people going to be hard to grasp. Other people are going to be a breath. Of, uh, it's going to be a breath of fr- fresh air. You're going to feel like thank you so much for saying that because I've been struggling with this. I've been trying to figure this out. I've been trying to understand what it is that God really wants from me. And so um, today we're going to dive into what it really means uh, to be successful. And um, this is not going to be a very long podcast because. I'm probably going to break this up into um, two because I want to give some uh, some time for you to send feedback, for you to ask questions, for you uh, to get involved in this discussion because this is a very very important discussion. Now I'm going to read some scripture to you that you have heard. You probably, if you've gone to church, you have quoted. It's been preached to you. Um, It's been packaged up in multiple different ways. But I'm going to show you how important the purpose, the assignment, the mission, the calling that God has on your life is Mm -hmm. to God more than anybody else. Now, let's look at these scriptures. Um, We're going to start with Joshua chapter one. And I'm going to read from verse one down to verse eight, because I need you to hear the context. So stay with me. Stay with me. Listen closely. Joshua one. Verse one down through verse eight after the death of Moses. The servant of the Lord. It came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses my servant is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, and you and all this people to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon. I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness of this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you be strong and of good courage for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance, the land, which I swore to their fathers to give them only be strong, and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant commanded you do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left hand that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. God is promising Joshua... That he will be prosperous and successful. But what is this promise based on? This promise is not based on Joshua's vision of his life. This is not based on Joshua's three-year, five-year plan. This is not based on anything that Joshua ever thought of. God's promise is based on the purpose that he has given Joshua to accomplish. First thing you have to know is that God has given you as a man or woman of God, something that he wants you to accomplish. And in that, he will make sure that you prosper and have good success if you go back to the playbook and do what it is that he asked you to do. I call this success, the success of bringing God's word to pass. God inspired visions from studying the word of God, God inspired ideas from digging in the scripture, things that are birthed inside of you because of your study of the word of God. These things, God wants you to succeed and he wants you to prosper in them. I want you to understand something. One of the reasons why Christians, followers of Christ, Bible-believing church-going men and women of God struggle to find success is because number one they will not do what Paul told Timothy to do in 2nd Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15 he said be diligent or in the King James study to show yourself approved a workman that need not be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth because we won't get in the word and wrestle with it till it blesses us. We have to come up with alternative ways to feel like we're accomplishing things in life. We are not getting God-birthed visions. We are getting visions that are birthed off of Uh, What somebody else is doing or what we've always wanted to do, what we never had when we were growing up, um, um, uh, how somebody treated us. We have visions birthed off of all kinds of things that have nothing to do with what God has said in his word. He explains to Joshua that the thing that you're getting ready to do is going to be amazing. He uses the term territory. Territory everybody's talking about enlarging their territory and taking territories and and breaking into new territories. Well, uh, you first have to understand what is the territory that God has already given you and where did you find out that that was your territory? How did you know that that was the area that God wanted you to advance in, to prosper in, to be successful in? Well, you know, we don't see people studying the word and then coming out of the word and saying, this is what God wants me to do. So often it's the opposite. They want to do something and then they go to the word and try to find out where it's at. And when they can't find it, they feel like, well, maybe, you know, God doesn't want me to have my dream because I don't see it in the Bible. That's why you have to study the Bible first, so you can understand what it is that's in God's heart. So when you do get a dream or a vision or something that you you feel like you're being uh, compelled to accomplish, that you can trace back to where you were compelled by the Word of God. You know, some people are like, "Well, I believe that God wants me to be a millionaire," but what if God does want you to be a millionaire because? He has homeless people and hungry people that he needs you to have millions in order to feed them and shelter them, not so that you can just have a million dollars and live good on your own. Yeah, I know that's not popular. You know, the Bible is clear. Matthew chapter 25. He said, when I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink when I was hungry. You gave me something to eat. When I was a stranger, you took me in. When I was sick, you visited me. When I was in prison, you came to see about me. They said, "Uh, Jesus, when were you ever these things? He said, What you do to the least of these, you do unto me. What if God wants you to build a business or uh, invest money? or find a stock and all of a sudden that stock is to blow up so that you can fund the fighting of homelessness what if he actually wants you to do that but because our terminology of success is based upon personal achievements material things and comforts we miss out on the fact that what if God does want you to make a million dollars because he's got a million dollars worth of work that he wants you to do What if God wants you to write a book and it be a bestseller because there's a message that he wants to contain in the words of this book that will touch a generation and shift them towards relationship in God. That's why you have to go back to the word and dig and study. Look at what he says. He said this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You're constantly talking about it, but you shall meditate in it day and night. That means under your breath, you're speaking it. You're trying to remember it and and, and you're rehearsing it over and over in your mind. So often we're trying to be successful based upon what we see as success in the earth realm. We're not trying to bring his kingdom The Bible says, let your kingdom come and let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so you need a heavenly perspective of the things that you're doing here on earth. And once you get a heavenly perspective of the things that you're doing here on earth, you will be a a better candidate to accomplish the goals and the things and the purposes that God has for you. I'm trying to tell you, God wants you to be successful. Because he wants his name to be great in the earth. Matthew chapter five, he says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. Right. He wants you. He wants he wants you to do good works and he wants people to see it. (laughs) Wait a minute. Let's stop and think about that. He actually wants you to do good things and he wants people to see it. Why does he want people to see it? So that they will glorify your father, which is in heaven. This is important because I I believe that God wants to increase. There's three words he gave me today in prayer. He gave me the word territories. He gave me the word platform and he gave me the word doors. God wants to expand people's territories He wants to build platforms and he wants to open doors, but he doesn't want to open them for selfish achievements and for people to gain materialism and comforts for themselves. He wants to open these doors for the assignment that he's given you. He wants to build these platforms uh, for the calling that he's called you to. Mm-hmm. He wants to expand your territory for the mission that he's called you to accomplish. There's something significant happening right now in the spirit realm. And there are things that, that, that we have got to grab a hold to. And it means that we've got to go back to the word of God and, and see, is this what you want me to do? Some of you, God wants you to plant Churches. Some of you, God wants you to fund the planting of churches. So he wants you to have millions so that you can make this thing happen. There's others that God wants you to be a leader of men, a leader of women. He wants to put you in a position where you can minister to people freely. But in order for you to do that, You're going to have to go back to the word and find out what he's saying. There are some people that are doing the right thing, but they're doing it for the wrong reason. And in doing the right thing for the wrong reason, you struggle with your why. What if God wants you to go viral? But you struggle with it because you don't understand your why is messed up. It's God's will that it happens, but your why is messing up what it is that God is trying to do for you. He actually is trying to expand your territory because he's put a message. He's put a word. He's put something down inside of you that's supposed to affect a generation that's supposed to touch a nation that's supposed to shift people into right relationship with him. And he wants you to get out there. But every time you take a step out, you think about the things that you want out of it. And you've got to recalibrate and uh, reestablish your mind back to the things of God. That's why he told Joshua to meditate on it day and night. When you wake up in the morning, God, connect me to my purpose. When you lay down at night, God, thank you for allowing me to flow in my purpose today. Oh, God, I feel it. Uh, You want to constantly be going back to the things that God has called you to. One of the things that that God told me to do is to disciple and equip his people and then to build his church. And, 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 And when I get caught up in other things, other than those things that he's told me to do, learn it, live it, teach it to others. That's what he told me to do. And so anything I learn, I live it out. I walk it out and then I teach it to other people. Nothing that I gain is mine. No information, no skills, no talents. If God has me learn it, he has me live it. And then he has me find somebody to give it away to. That's my purpose in life. And in doing that, that purpose connects to the calling on my life to disciple others and and repeat the process. God had me build a church. I got to turn around and teach somebody else how to build a church. God had me start a men's group. I got to turn around and teach somebody else how to start a men's group. God had me write a book. I got to turn around and teach somebody else how to write a book. God had me launch a podcast. I got to turn around and teach somebody anything that God gives me is for me to take and give it away. And so everything I do is about reproducing. It's about discipleship. It's about uh, giving it away and, and, and seeing somebody else take it and run with it. But I understand that because when I go to the scripture, he says to me, go, therefore and make disciples of all nations. And so it starts with bringing people into right relationship with God and then taking all the tools that God has given me and reproducing them in those people and letting them run with it. That's why success is not about material things. You can be absolutely successful if you can just understand the purpose that God has given you. Now, I've given you a lot to chew on and I'm going to come back with more next week because there's so much more that I want to talk about, but I don't want to overload you because I want you to think about the things that I'm saying here. And I want you to go to Joshua chapter one this week, read it, digest it, reach out to me. Let's talk about it. Message me. What is it that you struggle with when it comes down to success and prosperity? What are the questions that you have about the purpose that God has given you? You may be wondering, how do you find that purpose? How do you identify the thing? And that's why you got to go back to the word. This is the first step. There's things that we will... This is the first type, sorry. This is the first type of success. It's the success that comes from understanding the purpose that God has given you to accomplish for Him. And that purpose comes out of the Word of God. There's no other place you can get it. And when you read it and it connects to you, and you study it and you meditate on it, He says that you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. That nothing will be able to stand in your way. That your territory will expand and grow based upon you fulfilling the things that God has written for you to do. Now, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you because this is a deep subject and this is only the beginning. I want you to think about this because it gets deeper than this. But Father, I pray for those right now that are struggling with what it means to be successful. They may even be struggling with If you want them to be successful or not. But God, I pray that you would begin to give people divine direction from your word. That God, that they would rededicate themselves to studying, studying the scriptures so that they will get God inspired visions, God inspired dreams, God inspired goals. God-inspired assignments that, God, you would be the author and the finisher of whatever it is that you placed in their spirit. They have a ton of good ideas, but God, I'm praying for you to release God ideas, God-ordained businesses, God-ordained books, God-ordained ministries, God-ordained prosperity, God-ordained churches, uh, God-ordained foundations. God-ordained properties and God-ordained endeavors that, God, you inspire your people. Right now, they're in an incubation period and things are flooding them and they're struggling with their why. I pray that they connect their why to what it is that you want them to do and that they understand that whatever they do, it's so that you will get the glory and so that you will get the honor. They will be blessed by accomplishing your goals in the earth, that your kingdom will come and your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, I thank you for the move of your spirit. I thank you for people being inspired uh, to grab a hold of what it is that you've placed on the inside of them and to study it out so that they can perform everything that you called them to perform. God, I thank you for the move that you're having right now, the way you're moving. And God, I pray that you bless your people in Jesus name. Amen and amen. God bless you. I, I hope that this helps you and strengthens you this week. Thank you so much. Those that are supporting us, if you are not supporting and you've been praying about it, this is a great, great time um, to support us uh, whichever way. If you have been supporting and for some reason you dropped off and you would like to get back involved, uh, I can make sure that you have the link right away. Just message me either on Facebook message me uh, through this particular app. You can leave me a message and publish it. I uh, am just so excited about what God is getting ready to do. Uh, There's a move of God coming. There's an in gathering, a revival about to break out. And I'm just so thankful that I'm here at this time to see what's happening. I can't wait to see what God is doing in your life. We love you. God bless you. Remember, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you.